0: Tired? Why am I tired? I'm always tired. You don't need children to be tired. Do you love me? I am tired. Don't know why. I'm fucking tired. I am tired. This is the tired challenge with me, Marquez. Why am I tired? I am tired. It is one thirty on today. I just had to check what the date is today. What year it was? Thursday. July twelfth, two thousand and seventeen is what I was saving this podcast as, but it's two thousand and eighteen apparently. Who would have thought it? Not me. I would have thought two thousand and seventeen. Tipped up my head, that's what popped in, and oh, betsy, was I wrong? Tired. Always tired a bit, bit, tired. Welcome to the podcast, you fine fecks and feckin' fine fuckers out there. Guys, gals. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Your boy, Billy Merkel. Hey, guys, and gals. Podcast. What number? 89. Oh, 89. All will be fine. As we say out there in bingo land.
1: 89. All will be fine.
0: I remember one time I had to do a bingo whole of bingo night at this hotel i think i was 15 this is back in ireland i promised myself this podcast i was going to use structure and oh this story popped to my head and i was like fuck no i meant to be doing structure but the story's in my head so let's pop it out i was 15 i was in ireland cork and uh, i got a job at this bar what was it no it was a hotel it was a bar in the hotel Hayfield Manor? No, it wasn't Hayfield Manor. I can't remember. It was a hotel close to me. It was kind of a nice hotel. And uh, I went down, and the dude who owned it was this kind of dude in his 60s, and he was a bit dumb, shall we say. I didn't know he wasn't dumb. He, well, he was dumb because he gave me the job. And then, first night I got there, and I was the only work person working at the bar, and he was too, and he was like, I got to go out. You're in charge. I was like what I'm 15 He's like it's cool it's going to be quiet I was like what I'm 15 He's like you're in charge of the bar," And that meant I was in charge of the whole hotel That's not a lie The whole hotel Come to me And I was the person in charge On my first night I do believe And uh, They were having a bingo night or some crap And I had to be like Pulling numbers. 89. Whatever it is. Nine nine and nine. Oh, Susie's looking fine. And then Susie, an old woman, would shake her hand and be like, Thank you. And then I was in charge then, and that's the day I became a hotel owner. <laughs> now then a lot of people showed up. People were phoning because they were like, Are you working? And I was like, Yeah, you should come in. And then a load of people came in. All my buddies who are also around 15 shouldn't have been in the bar I was like come on in they're like can you give a free drink I was like I think so who wants free drinks just handing them out handing them out to everyone and then the bar was packed and then there was a woman that was staying at the hotel Uh, she was probably like mid 60s Um, and for Ireland she was probably she was like dressed she was dressed like a, a what do they call A brothel owner? No, a madame, one of them. Anyway, she was like, can you bring Brandy up to my room? And I went up to the room, and she'd never seen me before, and she was trying to flirt with me, I do believe. And she was like, gave me five euro, a tip. No one gives tips in Ireland, so I was like, oh, hello. And she was like, can you bring me more? And I was like, yeah. Then I went back up. And her dressing gown was definitely open. It wasn't open the first time. It was open the second time. And I was like, what's going on in this hotel? And I got a little horn in my little pants, my little black pants that I was wearing, because I dressed to dress in black pants and a white shirt, I think, and maybe a waistcoat. So I was looking very dapper for a 15-year-old, and she probably didn't know this, and she was saying, uh... You want to bring me more drink? And she gave me 20 20 euro, I think. (coughs) And I was like, am I going to be making love to this old granny? Am I making love to an old granny on a Friday night while all my friends are going wild and getting drunk downstairs in this bar hotel? Where all the locals who were playing bingo are like, why is this place now busy with young fox? And then the bar... The hotel owner came back and he's like, what's going on? And I was like, they just showed up. Bringing business to your boss. And then people started getting too drunk and started running around the hotel. And he was like, I'm going to have to call the police. Do you know these people? And I was like, I don't, but let me get rid of them. And then I had to go and be like, all right, guys, you got a bit too drunk. You're going to have to leave. And they left. And then the woman upstairs, let's call her Mary. I can't remember her name. She kept phoning the bar. And the hotel owner was like, right, I'll bring up your brandy, Mary. And she was like, no, I want Mark to do it. And I was like, oh, I think I think Mary's going to try and pounce on me if I go back up. And I went back up and she definitely flashed me a little bit of nipple. And then I went home and I said, that was a great first night of work. And that hotel is no longer there. They sold the hotel. And then I think they started housing refugees in the hotel don't know if the end of that story is factually true but I believe it is I think it is will I find out maybe maybe next week or oh, update before because I don't think we've actually started this podcast yet this is like the intro the prelude I was trying to structure this podcast to make it more um, to make it more uh, to make it good you know to make it uh, something that people would actually want to listen to, you know, you know one of those podcasts, those weirdo ones, and uh, so this is not the podcast, this is merely the prelude, the intro, but I have some uh, announcements, I'll do it like the news, I have some announcements from, it's like church actually, I have some announcements from last week, last week at church, maybe I'll pretend I'm a priest, welcome now, I have some announcements last week, Um. The girl who told me about the drug sex, the drug orgasms, the drugisms. She listened to the podcast, as you would have it, and she said, I got it all wrong. I fucked up completely. And then she wrote me out a list of what it feels like to be on drugs and the different ways you can have an orgasm or how it feels. So I'm going to read out the report. Today's mass report on orgasms, and what it feels like on various different drugs that she's tried, and she's an articulate lady, unlike myself I'm a, a mumbling lady, she's an articulate lady and she was able to describe how how it felt, and she gave me some choice words, these words aren't mine but I'll read it out as she wrote it crack weird freak shit lots of like, porn like posing, ass up very high in the air Finger sucking. All around. Slutty stuff. Cock sucking. That's crack. That's what a, the crack urges are apparently when you're when you're on crack and you're doing the sex. You're doing the sex. That's what that's how it should be reported as. When you're doing the sex crack That's how it feels. Pain pills fighting for the orgasm. Grunting. Beatings. Hard fucking. Hmm, interesting. Interesting, fighting for the orgasms. Oh, yeah, I remember. Because the orgasm, it's harder to achieve, so you're like, come on. It's like a Goonies movie, maybe, where you're wanting them to get there. Come on, you can do it, guys. You can, whatever, I can't remember the movie. You can get out of that cave. Come on, guys, fight for it, fight for it. He can do it. Come on, come on, that fat guy who lifts up his T-shirt and shows us his boy boobs. That was me when I was young. Uh, That was me eating all the cereal. I I relate to him. Come on. I see myself in you. Chuck, was that his name? Come on, you can do it. So you're fighting. You're fighting. You're willing. You're fighting to get out of the cave. That's what uh, pain pills apparently. You're fighting for the orgasm. You're like, come on. And there's grunting and beatings and hard fucking beatings. Interesting. Weeds. Extra long orgasms. Prolonged orgasms, you might say. Orgasm might be a few seconds. If you were to ask me, because she told me before, um, druggasm girl, I if I didn't know, you're like, how long do you think a woman's orgasm lasts? I'd be like, hmm, four minutes? <laughs> she was like, no, it's like two minute, two seconds usually. And then. With weed, it's like 15 seconds, maybe. Maybe that's wrong. Maybe it's seven. Back to the report. Xanax. Melty sensual sex. Mm, like a puddle. Like a nice little puddle. Two bodies coming together like a puddle. Very porn-like. Like a puddle of sex. Sometimes, you know, you'd, you'd see a puddle of mud, and you'd be like, oh, look at that puddle of mud. Next time you see a puddle of mud, dear listener want you to say, well, that's what sex on Xanax is like. And then she followed up. She said, oh, forgot to say. There's more. There's more, listener. There's more to come. Combo sex. Now we're talking. Now we're getting into the good stuff. It's a weird intro to this week's sermon and whatnot, but, you know, we have to read out last, last week's amendments. Uh, combo sex weed plus annex melty sex with long orgasms oh that sounds lovely sounds like a puddle of sex with a, a nice long satisfying sigh at the end Milty sex with long orgasms I like the way she writes orgasms only as gasms melty sex with long gasms oh I had lovely gasm earlier lovely gasm <laughs> I gotta say a gasm from now on too I'm just going to rub all this uh, articulate fucker's language and use it as my own. I'm going to steal the knowledge and transfer it over as my own. So you'll think I'm intelligent when really it's her wits. Anyway, weed uh, plus pain pills. Dirty. I'm interested. Kinky. Oh, you've got me curious. Fighting sex. Interesting. With long victory gasms. <laughs> That's a good description, isn't it? Dirty kinky fighting sex with long victory orgasms. Hmm. Might be time for me to get into weed and pain pills. That's all I know from reading this. Gave myself a little bit of a horn with the word. Dirty kinky fighting sex with long victory orgasms. I like the thought of orgasms as victorious. Yes! We fucking did it. They said we couldn't win the World Cup, but we did it. Uh, that's what I'm going to say next time I have a long Victorious orgasm We did it, guys uh, The girl's like Guys? And I'm like, yeah Guys The boys We did it for the boys, we won the World Cup Ah, uh, Love weed and pimples. Alright, crack plus booze Sauce slotty. Sharp and sweet, crack plus booze So what's so funny, crack In L.A. is like Adderall. You think Adderall is what they give hyperactive kids? It's crack. It's crack. It's crack. Can you believe that? Crack. So a bit of Adderall and some booze. Slutty sex. Could have done with a bit more description there, to be honest. Like you weed plus pain pills. Dirty kinky. Fighting sex with long victorious orgasms versus crack plus booze. So slutty. Give us more. Give us more dear writer. You've got the wits. You've clearly got the words. You can articulate. I feel like I'm speaking to my o- for my own large audience. We want more. You left us short with crack and booze. Hmm. Crack and weed. This is kind of dipping down, I don't think crack sounds great but maybe not, maybe I gotta try crack plus weed, this one is a trick oh, this sounds awful crack plus weed, this one is a trick basically same as sober sex and we all know how great sober sex is, dear listener so I'll take a hard, hard pass on crack and weed no thank you crack and booze so slutty it's very open Weed and pain pills. Now, there seems to be a good one. Dirty, kinky, fighting sex with long, victorious orgasms. Weed plus annex, melty sex with long orgasm. Basically, weed apparently is the way to go. But weed and crack, sober sex, that's a hard pass for me, guys. That's a hard pass for me. Sober sex. Imagine you had sober sex the first time you were with someone. It's daytime, the light shining in. There's no music playing. And you're just um, you're just awkward, and you know you're like sweating a bit because it's hot, and she doesn't have AC. It's 105 degrees, and you're like, "Oh Jesus, this is going to be it's going to be sex." I suppose. I suppose that's the upside. It's going to be sex. I remember it was one time. Did I say this last time? Ages ago, a girl was like, "Ah, oh,
1: why don't you play some music?"
0: 'Cause it was quiet. I played some music And the first song that came on. Um I put on like a Spotify shuffle list. You know me. You know me guys like set the tone, set the humour, set set the mood. Mood is, they call me like a cow, I set the mood. Um and whatever the first I can't remember who it was. It was like a well known singer. The first song anyway that came on some Spotify Shuffle. New releases or hit songs. She was like, oh, that's my ex. Can we not?
1: And I was like, oh. And she was like, oh, I kind of miss him. And I was like, oh, I'm just naked on my socks here. What's going on? And she's like, oh, I kind of miss him.
0: And then she uh, she went and she gave him an old phone call. See what he was up to. And that was the end of that. That was why I only, I refuse I refuse to play music now unless it's Enya. And if, if if Enya's the girl's ex, then so be it. If that ruins the mood, then so be it. It wasn't meant to be. So that concludes uh, this week's roundup from last week's mistakes that I made. I feel that was a good... Uh, That was a good intro, now it's time to get the podcast going Alright, we're off to a flyer Off to a flyer, great week What happened to me this week? Well, I got bit by a dog Bit by a dog, right in the knee Fucking dogs, huh? Fucking dogs, out there biting me My neighbor's dog A little, I don't know what little dog it is I'm gonna call it a Shih Tzu Let me google what a Shih Tzu looks like Because I think it was a little Shih Tzu which makes it even worse. It makes it even worse. My dogs, uh, I know, are my neighbor's dog. First of all, my neighbors don't like me. Yeah, it is a little fucking Shih Tzu. That's nice. I got bit by a Shih Tzu. Nice, right in the knee. So my neighbors don't like me. They're right next door. They're kind of older, um, and I know they don't like me because. I try and say hi to them sometimes, and they say stuff like, no. And I'm like, all right. And then one time I got locked out of my apartment, and like our balconies are next to each other, and I was like, oh, I can just climb over the balcony, and then through my sliding door. So I knocked on the door, and I was like, oh, hi. And they closed the door on me, and I knocked again, and I was like, I got locked out, and they were like, go away, we don't speak English. I was like, I know you do. And I heard them lock the door. They closed the door and locked the door. And they were like, get the fuck away. So, I know they don't like me. But then, the other day, two days ago, I think, I was walking up the elevator into my house. And their little dog, their dog barks at me all the time. And, like, goes for me. But it's such a little, small, shitty dog. You're like... Alright, whatever, it's obviously not he's just, his bark is worse than his bite. And then he's biting like a whore and then he's barking like a whore. But they always have him on a leash and uh they're like snapping, or he's snapping, snap snap, and I'm like Whatever I'm like, Calm your dog down. But then yes, two days ago he wasn't on a leash. The little shit just like went mental, and I was like, All right, dog, stop jumping on me. And then just ripped into my knee, and I was like,
1: You little fuck.
0: And I know, are you allowed to kick a dog if it bites you? What's what's I know people love dogs, and I'm gonna say this now. You know, sometimes fuck dogs, that's what I think. I don't people love love dogs. I like some dogs when they're chilled. I'm indifferent about a lot of dogs, too. I'm like, all right, it's a dog. It could be a person. I don't like every person. I don't have to like dogs. Every dog. I like some dogs. I like all my friends' dogs who are chilled. They don't jump around. They don't bark. They don't try and bite me. They don't try and fight me. They're cool. A lot of dogs try and bite me. At least three. I remember, right, the first dog... My aunt's dog, she used to chase, or no, he used to chase myself and my brother around the, our cousin's house, and they'd be like, he's just trying to play, and all we saw was teeth and barking, and we were like, he's trying to bite us, and we'd run away from it, and they thought we were running out of joy, and we were having fun, but we weren't, we were running for fear, for fear of getting bitten, and then my brother ran into a glass door that he thought was open, and he smashed his face up, and he had to get stitches on his face, and he was wailing, because there was glass in his face, and the doctor had to come, and they had to stitch his face on the couch, and I was just like, fucking dogs, and I was young, and that's in my head, and then there was another time, I was in Greece, so I was always wary about dogs biting me, and then I was in Greece, and... uh I was on some island, Salamanca or something. My aunt lives on an island there. And from the beach we had to walk just down the street and her neighbor's dog was like a beast. Beast of a dog. Maybe a p- not pit bull and I'll say, no, an no, no. One of those ones that look like bouncers. Let's see if I Google dog that looks like a no, uh that did not come up. Um Dangerous Dog A hot dog just came up. History of Los Angeles danger dogs. <laughs> I forgot, in LA, if you buy, like, a hot dog in the street, they'll call it a danger dog. I think because, like, you might get the shits if you eat it. Oh, Doberman, that's the dog. So it was, like, a Doberman that my the neighbor in Greece had, and used to, like, go for it. I think it was a Doberman. Anyway, whatever, I used to, like, go mental, and myself and my two buddies at the time were, like, they were like, oh, that dog's funny. And I'm like, that dog's going to fucking kill us if he gets out. And they're like, nah, he's just having fun. He's just having fun. He's just happy to see us. And I'm like, all right, I think the dog wants to bite the shit out of us. But, you know, you you believe that? And then my neighbors, who would have thought I could eventually get bit by a shih tzu? Right in the knee. Right in the knee. And they were like, oh, we're so sorry. Oh, bad dog. And I was like, what the fuck? And they were just like, oh, get in there. Get in there. And the old woman just screams at the dog. Like, that's why the dog is so hyper. Because they're fucking shit people. Um, I do believe that, like, if a dog is shitty, that means their owner is a piece of shit. That's just my own judgment. But people get upset if you're like, fuck dogs. Like, a dog bit me, so fuck dogs at, the, at this current moment. That'd be like... Um, Imagine someone from Every time I met someone from Wales If a Welsh person tried to fight me Every time I met them And people were like Oh I love Welsh people Welsh people are like man's best friend You wouldn't like Welsh people If they tried to fight you a lot of the times If three Welsh people tried to fight you Throughout your life And one of them gave you a good old punch in the face And people were like "No, nah, Welsh people are actually the nicest people ever Welsh people are actually nicer than people. I prefer Welsh people than people. You'd be like, "All right, well, like three Welsh people have tried to fight me, and one of them beat beat me, punched me right, broke my nose almost." They'd be like, "Nah, but you not all Welsh people," and you are like, "I know not all Welsh people, people, but I'm wary of the Welsh. Wary of the Welsh." <laughs> And as well people are like, oh I love animals more than people. Go fuck off. Are you trying to fuck an animal? Why who are you trying to impress with that? You like dogs and you like cats, I think, because they can't talk back. And you can talk your fucking inane bullshit to them and they won't respond. And you can project a personality onto them, the personality that you wish you had or that you wish your partner in life had. And they can't say no Jacqueline, no Trevor, I'm not the person you pretend I am. That's why you like dogs, because they can't talk back. I know other people uh, reasons people like dogs. But anyway, look, not everyone has to love dogs. How about that? How about that? I don't dislike dogs. I'm just not like, oh, fucking love a dog. And when a dog bites me in the knee, I'm like, fuck dogs. It's not a big deal. If a cat bit me, I'd be like, fuck cats. If a fucking dude bit me, I'd be like, fuck dudes. So calm down I know people get upset if you say fuck dogs But you know what, this week, fuck dogs Dog bit me right in the knee And the worst part is They were like, oh bad dog, bad dog And they like put the dog inside But I know behind closed doors They're going to be like, oh goodbye Goodbye, goodbye Here's another treat, you bit the fucking Irish neighbour we don't like, goodbye Here you go, goodbye Goodbye and that uh, that irks me the most. I did not think then I was like, ah, because like the knee didn't like bleed, but it cut it caught into me. The skin broke, as they say. Um, and my first thought obviously was like, do I have rabies? Is rabies something I now have? I think I've rabies. Let's Google rabies symptoms, which is always fun. Rabies symptoms. How long does it? Sh- it's funny the way your day could be just going fine, and then you get bit by a dog, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Let's- now we're checking up rabies. Rabies, foaming at the mouth, and uh, jaws dropped, inability to swallow. Changing tone of bark. My bark has certainly changed this week, so maybe I do have rabies. Who knows? But yeah, that was always fun getting bit by a dog. What else has been going on this week? I don't like my neighbours, that's what I realised. I don't. Talking to people, I was. Like yesterday, I was trying to. I was leaving the building. I leave my house with just such high hopes. My hair is looking well. I feel like I've I've dressed nicely. Then I walk out the door, my hair dries and fluffs up, curls around, it goes mental. I realise I'm wearing the wrong clothes for the climate. It's too hot. I shouldn't have worn this cotton t shirt or whatever I wore. Then the first person I talk to is usually a neighbor and they usually throw me off. Yesterday I said to my neighbor, I was on the way to a show and I was like, how's it going, George? And he was like, what did he say? I wrote it down because it annoyed me so much. I said, how are you, George? And he said, yeah, you too. And I was in the mode for like, all right, have a good one. So I said cool have a good one and he said ah busy man you and I was like thrown off so I just walked away just walked away how are you yeah you too cool have a good one ah busy man you I was like are we two robots that just got the conversation mixed up what's happening what's happening you walk out the door and your day is off to a bad start but maybe I deserve it I don't know I was trying to think the other day, I was like, am I a good person? Because you know what we, People would be like, I am a great person. But then yesterday I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'm not a good person. My buddy texted me. I just got back from the gym and I was about to have a shower. And my buddy was texting me and he was like, I'm actually having a meltdown right now. Uh, and then he texted me some other stuff. And I was like, ah, oh. I was literally naked about to get into the shower and uh, I knew he was being a bit traumatic but yeah he definitely was being traumatic but he also was probably having a meltdown so I said okay I should phone him but I'll just text first to try so I said oh no what happened and then I sent the text and then I got into the shower and I ended up taking like a half an hour shower just had a nice old scrub scrubbing the rabies off me Trying out some new shower gel. Got some luxurious shower gel. Very nice indeed. Bit minty. Wouldn't recommend having a Tommy tank with this particular (laughs) shower gel. Can't beat a bit of mint. Can't beat a bit of mint. Minty, minty penis. Always a nice sting. And then you get the sting from the penis. And you're like, do I have AIDS? Is this rabies or is it AIDS? Then you start Googling stingy penis. And your day is gone. Anyway, I took a 30-minute shower, and I came back out, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, I wonder if he's still having a meltdown. And I checked after the, uh, he texted, and I checked, and he deleted all his social media. And he had quite a big following. So, you know, I could have stopped that. I could have helped. I could have jumped in. But instead, I took a lovely shower. Um, took a shower. I took a nice little shower. And uh, I realized as I was taking a long shower, maybe I'm not a good guy. Maybe I'm not. But at least I'm not as bad. I've realized, Jesus, this week, I think it's been a tough week mentally, talking to people, dealing with people. Um, You realize, too, it's, it's funny to me in L.A. when you meet someone and you're like, oh, this person... Is chasing the wrong dream. They're never gonna reach whatever they thought they were good at. They're not good at this dream. I met the guy he was trying to do like rapping comedy. That was his that's his angle. And then he sent me a video of him doing it. And he's so white and he's so average. It's insane. And I think he's on the the verge of a breakdown, too. And he was like, maybe we can do something. And I was like, no, 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 we can't. You're after the wrong dream. This is not going to work. I didn't want to say that because I'm never going to. You can't tell. People have told me before, stop being a fool and come home. You're like, no, I got to believe in myself. Somebody has to. But then at the same time you see a mediocre white guy trying to do comedy rapping. And he's not young. He's young, but he's not like 18, 19. You're like, all right, maybe we'll be good in 10 years. You're like, ah, shit, you're going to be bad for a long time, buddy. And then you realize people are more deluded than you. So that's that's good, I suppose. Um, But yeah, I instagram this week the last few days maybe it was only yesterday they started doing i don't know if you've seen it but i realized instagram's like la in the sense that it's fucking awful like the people are fucking awful awful i realized i'm following awful people i should have stuck to just looking at their pictures and projected they're like Dogs basically, because you can look at the pictures and they don't talk back, and you can project a personality onto them. But now, thanks to this new Instagram fil- feature where you're like, ask me a question, and people are answering it, and they're like showing their personality, and you're like, oh my god, you're fucking obnoxious, or you're deluded, like, you're egotistical grandiose i don't know what the fuck the words are they're horrible it's like i don't even know what it's like the way they answer questions seriously it's worse when a comedian's doing it seriously but it's even it's as bad seeing just like regular everyone thinks they're famous but these people are like they get asked some fucking innocuous question and then they turn it into the fucking life story It'd be like if an old... If a homeless guy... Screams at you... How are you? Show me your tits. And then you're like... Answer it like... I'm great, but... You know, I wasn't having a great day yesterday... Because I suppose my dad phoned me... And I haven't spoken to my dad... In... Over seven years. So that was a weird way. And I suppose... The void he left in my life, you know, I filled it by becoming an artist. I'm an artist. I haven't created art yet. But I feel like I'm an artist at heart. And I just, if I can make one person laugh, then it's all worthwhile. And the homeless dude is just like, I just wanted to see your tits. I was only pretending to be interested in what you were saying. So I could see your tits. Why are you telling me your life story? Just show me your tits. I meant to be the crazy person here. Not you, you fucking nut I hate when people say like Oh, if I can just make one person laugh It'll be all be worth it No, I want to make one million people laugh Per joke Or else it's not worth it It's not worth this One million In a couple of years I want it to be two million per joke And then they'll be like Alright, that's it Now you deserve the good stuff But these questions People are like Another great one is like Um they're not even questions, but people are putting them up. You can basically be like, ask me anything. And you can ask them, what's your favorite color? How tall are you? Do
1: you prefer uh, summer or winter?
0: And people will be like, "Ah, oh, it's just so fucking dumb. It's so dumb. Like, who cares? Who gives a fuck? And then dudes are trying to be like, four deep. They're like, oh, what's a significant... Uh, event that happened to you that changed your life because you're honestly one of the best follows i have here on, on instagram i know you have i have no clue who you are but you're one of the best people i know because i really just want to fuck you and then the girl would be like oh well i suppose a very impactful situation in my life was when um i discovered that uh i was a vegan I was a vegan, and you know that I used to eat a lot lot of meat, a lot of meat. I used to eat meat every day. And then two weeks ago, I discovered I was a vegan. Vegan all along, and ever since, I fucking hate people who eat meat. And you're like, what the fuck are you on about Instagram? Oh, it's annoying as fuck. Or a good one as well is, um, why are you so pretty? And you're just like, that's not... Don't answer this question. This is not a question to answer. If you're answering them short and quick and you're having a laugh, that's allowed in my book. And my book is the main book. That's allowed. Or if you're taking the piss,
1: that's allowed too. But when you're answering shit like, why are you so pretty? And people are like, oh, my gosh, that's so nice. Um, I suppose it started when I was born. And my dad left the family. And I didn't have a good relationship with him. And my mom is a bit of a bitch, but you know she—I suppose she did the best she could. And um, yeah, I just—I—I I try to sleep a lot, and uh, I drink water, and I do crack a lot, and um, I don't eat that size skinny. And um, wow, you're so nice calling me pretty. Can someone else call me pretty now? And you're just like,
0: oh my god, I fucking hate everyone and that's why I've hated people in LA more so this week than ever before but then Instagram's annoying too because it is like LA where everyone's a fucking idiot but then you're like you meet through Instagram you meet some gems and you're like oh that's like LA because LA is full of fucking idiots too but it's also full of gems so you never know if you're going to get 49 idiots for that one gem and you're like alright I'll stick around for another bit alright you, you hooked me back in Instagram slash LA I'll stay around for another little bit and fucking deal with your harsh shit just in the hope of finding another gem. That gem will keep me going and fool me and trick me into sticking around and giving false hope in the hope that one time the false hope will be true hope. I suppose. It it is weird, though, because, like, compared to anywhere I've been, I've never hated more people than in LA where everyone thinks they're famous for doing fucking nothing. And you're just like Christ on a stick.
1: Tell me three things about you that I wouldn't know. I'm taller than you think. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I've got a nine-inch cock, but don't tell anyone that. And uh, I'm very humble. And you're seeing these
0: dudes answer the questions, and you're like, you fuck off, because if they uh, if these were taking the piss joke answers, you'd be like, all right, you're trying to be funny. But these are people being sincere and being like, here, I'm a great guy and here's why. That's what I think everyone's answer is. I'm a great person and here's why. I want to make art that no one else in the world has ever made. And that's my goal in life. And I know you asked me, is a hot dog a sandwich or not? But, you know, sometimes these questions lead to bigger answers. And then people are telling me, have fun with it, babe. It's just fun. And you're like, it's not fun. It's just people fucking finding a new way to be a Muppet. And uh, I almost deleted the app earlier. I was like, fuck this. I'll just delete it for a couple of days. But then I realized I chat to people on the app and I like some of those people. And I got to do promotions. And it sucked me back in. It fucked me up and it sucked me in like a like a nice little nice little sex sex uh vixen fucked me up and sucked me in and there i am i'm back again couldn't delete it didn't delete it i should delete it will i nah probably not probably probably not instead i'll keep it and then i'll just wonder if i've rabies or aids i chances to this girl and uh about AIDS, as you do, as it pops up naturally into every conversation I seem to have. And she was like, she was telling me she was on a date with a dude and they got, um, they were getting uh, amorous in the saccharis, as they call it in Latin. They were getting amorous in the saccharis. And the clothes came off, as you know I'm painting a sexual picture here the clothes came off and they fell to the floor and they kicked off the clothes and then I think she realised he wasn't good at what he was trying to achieve and he was trying to to say it in a, in a pleasant way, He's trying to to uh to light up so he was trying to paint downtown red and light it up and show that he was the king of downtown and he knew what he was doing and he could he could control the rest of the city and he could the city would find great enjoyment if he was just got his own way <coughs> but first he went downtown and he was going to show downtown a good time and downtown kind of rejected him and said uh, it's not having a good time with you here buddy We're going to have to rethink the whole situation of you being Lord Mayor of this whole city. And so he stopped uh, licking her vagina, and he tried to put his penis inside her. That was like a little poem. And she said, no, but his penis grazed, grazed her vagina. She said, just graze the outside, just a little graze, just a little tag you're it. And it didn't go in, but it grazed, it grazed, it grazed. It was like a cow. On a nice sunny sunny Sunday afternoon, just in the field, out in the pasture, just enjoying a bit of grazing, grazing the grass, just grazing away, and it grazed her vagina. And she said, well, now i got to get a checkup, because you never know, he might have had AIDS. And a normal person would have been like, "Ah, nah, you're being crazy, you're being crazy. But I said, yeah, you know what, there's a chance, there's a slight chance, and you can never be too sure. And she booked her appointment at the OGBNYTCAMP, whatever that stands for. And she booked in an appointment. And uh, I can't remember the story. Oh, and because of that story, I went from thinking I'd rabies to, what if I have AIDS, too? If she could have AIDS. She's uh, one of the, the finest facts I know. If one of the best people I know has AIDS, could have AIDS... Why shouldn't I have AIDS? So, you know, you're getting all AIDS check up yesterday and then you get the art clear and you're good to go. That's how my week's been going. Last train of thought. But there we go. AIDS and rabies. I wanted to touch touch upon them. Um, we touched upon them. What else? I like the way I add. A lot of structure to this podcast. It's going well so far. I feel like we've... Uh, We've oh, if here's here's a little tip. People ask me for tips. They phone in. They were like, uh, "I'm having woman woman troubles. Any any advice?" They phone in because you know there's a landline. Here's how I realized. Here's how you know a girl is no longer into you if she starts. If you ask her a question and she replies with "Google it," it's she doesn't want to have sex with you. If you're on a date, if you're texting someone that you're just getting to know and she says, Google it, it's not into you. If you're in a relationship and she snaps, Google it. It's over, buddy. It's on the way out. Just a little tip. Little tip. Little tip. Tip from the top. Tip of the penis haze, they call me. There's an old tip. Keep an eye out for the Google it. That means it's over. Another surefire way that it's over is if she blocks you. Blocks you online. Blocks you on a phone number. If she blocks you all around, is a good sign. She, but you never know. Uh, people, a girl in L.A. once told me, um, I'm not blocking you because I don't like you. I'm blocking you because I like you too much. That was nice. That was a nice touch. Blocked for liking too much. Spending too much time texting you. Because you know me, I'm a great texter. I'm all about texting. I feel texting's way better because you get to know someone's brain, whereas if like phone calls or in person, in person you can lie your fucking ass off. But if you're texting, you're like, ah, oh, this is the personality. Now we're getting down and see if this person has a good brain. That's why I think dates are tiring as fuck. Don't know why I sang that there. I think because I thought a burp was coming out and I was going to try and mask it, but it never came out. But it just did there. Great singing. Um yeah, dates are exhausting. Here's why I realize I don't like dates. Because you have to have a personality for a date to be fun. And a lot of times you're gonna date. Just say if I gonna if I meet up with a girl who's like unreal hot and you realize, oh she's got no personality. It's sad to say, but it's true. It's true. I've no, I have a great personality. Thank you, top. I like to give myself compliments because who else will? Not you, not you. Um, side note: if you're ever trying to get a girl to text you back and she's been vague and a bad texter, um, just text her a vague compliment about a, a picture. She'd be like, "Oh, I like that picture you posted." I like the one you just, I like that one you posted there earlier. Just make it vague about a picture she posted online and straight away she'd be like, oh, which one? What did you like about it? Tell me, did you like it? You're back in, you're back in the texting game. Oh, but dates, if the girl doesn't have a personality, then I'm doing all the heavy lifting, and that's exhausting. I'm using all my brain work for two, and you're just sitting there looking pretty. And you know, prettiness, it's delightful and stuff, and if you're boozing, and if you're having a laugh, and if you're having sex, I suppose prettiness is great. But if you're talking, and it's slow, and you're like, oh, give me something, your brain is tired, and dates are draining. That's what I believe. That's why dates are not great. One time a girl was like, describe yourself with two words. And I was like, bad with numbers. And she didn't laugh. And she just looked at me, confused. And she repeated the words in her head. And she looked at me. And she pieced together what I said. And eventually she said, that's three words. And I said, I'm going to need more booze that's what you're dealing with people what's your favorite color it's maroon but I suppose the real question is why is it my favorite color well when I was a young I was a prodigy when I was a young person and uh, I suppose well uh, it dates back I have a bad relationship with my grandparents and you're like what why did I ask you a question on Instagram but that's why I like texting Because texting, you can find out if someone's smart. The wits beat tits. Wits over tits. But in person, they can lie and they can gibber. And you're like, there's outside factors. And then you're looking at them and you're like, all right, I'm getting thrown off here. That's why I take texting over FaceTime too. I don't mind FaceTiming sometimes, but all the time it's like, all right, it's too much. Because with FaceTime, you have to be in it. Other person would be like, Oh, you're not Leo. Like, give me your attention. Like, it here's the thing about FaceTime. If, if, I don't know, Al Pacino, if Larry David, just say Larry David tried FaceTime me, I'd be like, Oh, mighty. You'd answer the first one, and he'd FaceTime me again, and he'd answer it. You'd FaceTime me again, and you'd be like, Jesus, he's doing it again. And you'd answer it. And then after like the fifth day in a row and he's FaceTiming you all the time and you're just like, do I have to block Larry David's number? Like how many times, how many times do we have to FaceTime? I think like once a week is okay, but Larry, you got to like calm down. I know you're hilarious, but even so, you got to text me. Come on, Larry, text me. We've got other stuff going on. You can text you can text. I don't want to talk to you while I'm out out and about in the busy street and dealing with gimps. And then you're just like, why aren't you paying attention? And you're like, come on, you can text. You can text me. That's why people, especially people in Ireland too, they'll be trying to FaceTime me at all hours and you're just like, oh, I'm doing a show and they're like, you never answer your FaceTimes? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm fucking doing stuff. Oh, stuff more important than your family? And you're like, yeah, if I don't do stuff, I won't get money, and then I won't be able to eat food, and I'll die. Is that what you want, Uncle Tom? Uncle Tom's like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be FaceTiming you all the time. That's why Texans go good, too. i watching a lot of World Cup recently. Uh, it's the only thing giving meaning to my life. It's always nice, the World Cup but it's good because I can like text family back in Ireland while we are watching it too and it's like ah, oh, there's something we're all doing together it's like we're all I haven't seen you in a year or two or three years whenever I saw you last for text texting watching the games and it's like we're all a part we're all a part of the community again and then people in America be like why do you like soccer at shit and you're like first of all it's not and second of all I like texting my family and friends during this And I can feel like we're all there having a laugh because Irish people in general are more of a banter than their American slow-witted counterparts. I'm also pretty happy that England got knocked out because I couldn't hack the smugness. English people in L.A. notoriously are smug anyway. It's coming home. It's coming home watching people like... English people in L.A., they're all like Brooklyn Beckham. They've got this weird, self-entitled smugness. They think they're talented. And it's like, you know, like, you're not... This is not warranted. You do not deserve your level of confidence for no reason. At least his dad is David Beckham, I suppose. That's his talent. He thinks he's a photographer, but he's just... Dad is really famous, and people want to fuck his dad a lot, and he was a good soccer player, but mostly they want to fuck his dad, and he kind of looks like his dad, so he's living off that. Um... But that's what a lot of English people in LA, they go around with that attitude too. And it's coming home and we're smug and we're not even in the final. But we're going to win it. We're really going to win it. We're going to win it. And we will keep going to say, it's coming home. It's coming home. And you know what? It wasn't coming home. And you know, a bit of humility isn't a bad thing. It isn't bad. And I'm uh, kind of happy that it's not coming home. Even though I have a lot of good English friends, I'm also kind of happy that he didn't win. That's just me. But, you know, can't beat the World Cup for giving meaning to the life. Oh, I read the short story this week. You should read the short story. It really fucked my brain up. But it was was unreal. I like when I meet people who are smarter than me. And uh, I like when they're smarter and they're more articulate than me. And you're probably sitting there going like, well, isn't that everyone? And I'm like, nice. Good burn. Good burn. You really got me. But, um... Yeah, recently, this smart fucker. A real fucker. Do you know when someone annoys you and you're like, oh, you're annoying, but in that, oh, it's because you're smarter than me way. Which is the most annoying because you feel dumb, but it's also good because you're like, yeah, but I'm going to get smarter. That nice annoying way uh, sent me, they were like, oh, you might like this short story and I read it, it was by uh, Ernest Hemingway it's like three pages you should read it it's called A Clean Well Lighted Place and you're reading it and it's about some old deaf man and he's at a cafe and he's drinking and he's kind of drunk and he's on his own at the cafe and it's closing time and there's an old waiter there and there's a young waiter and the young waiter's like oh would he leave I want to get home early to my wife and kids and the old waiter is like ah just let him drink he's enjoying his drink this is his time. He's, ha- he's having a good time. Even though he tried to commit suicide last week. And the young waiter was like, why did he try and commit suicide? Isn't he rich? Why would he try and kill himself? And the old man said, yeah, he's got money. But, you know, he there was no reason. He tried to kill himself over nothing. And it's all about nothing. I didn't do a good job explaining it. But it's about the nothingness in your life. like, you might have nothing. What's there to live for? What's the point of anything? Is what happens when the hope is gone? And all you're left with is a clean, nicely lit place where you can go and have a booze. And you don't want to go home because there's nothing at home waiting for you. You're just going to go home and lie in bed and stare at the ceiling. And be like, there's nothing going on. And the old waiter in the story was like, If i do that too and he's got insomnia but his insomnia might be because he's afraid of the dark he's afraid of the nothingness and he can only sleep when the light comes up because then he knows okay the light is still there there's i don't have to be worried about the nothingness anymore and it's three pages long and if you read it you'll be like you might read and be like oh yeah the young waiter was right that old fucker should just go home he's got his kids and shit What's he, what's he even complaining about? Or you might read and be like, oh, yeah, the nothing. Jesus, I feel that nothing everywhere. And you're reading it, and the nothingness, the blankness starts around, and you like, cold, cold water, as Damien Rice would sing, cold, cold water surrounds me. That's the nothingness, and it's coming in, and it's creeping on you. And you're like, oh, Jesus. These three pages of a story really gotten into me. And then you realised, oh, Hemingway is a good fucking writer, isn't he? No wonder he's a good writer. Or no wonder he's so lauded. Lauded? Lauded. So lauded. You're like, that man can fucking punch, stick more into three pages than I've managed to put into three books. Um, But then I was trying to recommend it to people, some, t- Some like people ask me sometimes, they're like, are you reading anything good? And I just read that short story and I was like, yeah, you should read it. And then one guy was like, oh, what's it about? And then I realized, oh no, I've seen him all the time. He's always out boozing. He's always, he's got the nuttiness. He's going to get depressed if he, if he reads the story, the nuttiness is going to—he's—it's going to re- he's, it's gonna, like articulate a thought in the back of his head that he—he he knew was there, but he didn't know it was there, and it's at the door and it's waiting to be let in. And if he reads this story, the thought will come in and he'll be goosed. And I don't want to be a part of that, so I said, "You should read the story." And then I was telling him what it was about, and I realized while he was chugging the drink, I was like, "Oh no, you should definitely not read the story." Actually he was sitting in a well, a clean well lighted place and I was like and he didn't want to go home and I was like oh shit this is you, you're not the old man but everything else, the naughtiness I know is in you, I can see it in your eyes so then I had to pretend, I was like ah you should read Playboy some great articles out this week and he was like alright I wasn't going to read anything anyway so if you're looking for a good short story, go check it out I think let me check, I think that's all the structure everything we we touched upon short stories, I wish they weren't so depressing because the same fic sent me more short stories I was like, I
1: love that one
0: and then sent me more and then I was like they're all so well written but they're all dark and depressing and why are these stories about the woman and her flowers and the flowers and she's unhappy with her life and oh, Jesus, they're all the darkness is kicking in. So I'm not going to read any more short stories for a while, but you should check that one out. If you're, in, if you're in the mood for a nice short story, go have a listen. A clean, well-lighted place. And that's the end of today's podcast. I do believe touched upon all. That was a great structure. Hit me up. If, any, uh, if I need to make any adjustments to next week's podcast, Anything wrong in this week? If I got those drug orgasms wrong, forgive me. If that ladies listening, you know, let me know if I messed up again. Give me cause structure. I'm I'm awful without structure. But you put me in a well-structured place, and oh, Betsy, do I thrive? Do I blossom like a little daffodil? All right, there we go. If you're around tomorrow, Friday, in LA, Laugh Factory, 745, come along to my show. The Luck of the Irish. We got a mighty lineup. So hit me up on Instagram. I swear to God, if I'm just going to, maybe next week, I'll just save all the worst questions I've seen and just read them out. Read out the answers of people who think they're fucking famous. Um, Instagram, at the Marques.com. Twitter, hit me up on the tweet, or at trickadoo. Go check out my books on Amazon. Random, random, or freedom. Alright, there she blows. We did well. We almost made an hour. Alright, good luck. Goodbye. Good duck. Adieu. Go read that short story. Go fuck up your brain.
1: Goodbye. Good luck.